0: Alex, we are back. It is playoff week, fantasy football sackos. We are here to talk, I think, a little bit of gambling.
1: It's wild, wild, wild card weekend. And it's going to be wild.
0: <laughs> got you feeling some kind of way, huh?
2: It's got me feeling wild.
0: <laughs> uh, so we're going to switch it up. Uh, we are going to pivot from traditional fantasy football. This week, uh, because that is over. Um, I did join a dynasty league, however. Um, super jacked for that. I inherited the first overall pick and the third overall pick in the upcoming draft. So that's pretty neat. You're going to have to tell me who I'm drafting uh, out of this year's rookie crop. But that's neither
2: here nor there. We're talking gambling today. Wild. We're getting wild all right before we even roll the intro just do you have like a favorite prop yet yeah the only favorite props that I actually well
1: the only things I really like are actually in the first game that are posted which are Bengals and Raiders related I I feel like we watched or had a bunch of Bengals players on our team so I, I got a couple and that's where we're gonna start so I'm excited to get wild
0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos. That's right, I'm knocking you out of your headphones this week, Alex. It's playoff freaking football time. Are you ready? I I
1: love the NFL playoffs. It's just so good. Tom Brady always wins. That's like rule number one. He might not always cover, but he always wins. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable.
0: Oh, man. So let's just jump right into these games. You, you are definitely not as big of a gambler as I am. So uh, that's correct. And it's,
1: it's, it's, just in general, for those listening, I, I like to dabble uh, a considerable amount more than Jason does. And I also lose a considerable amount more than Jason does because I gamble more than
0: him. It's not because I don't like it. It's because I have what's known as an addictive personality. And uh, how's, your, show, uh, how's your how's
1: your bit how's your Bitcoin doing?
0: It's it's okay. It's doing Bitcoin stuff. Yeah, it's like down what twenty percent in the last two months. It's, it's yeah since November, but yeah, it's rough. It's still higher than when I bought it, and that's what matters. Um, fair. So. Back to business, if we can. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not generally the uh the big gambling man doing a whole bunch of wild parlays and whatnot. Did you see the Alpamani uh kid, like his son that inherited all of the millions of dollars from the Alpamani um car dealership fortune, put together a five team Parlay thirty thousand dollars down to win one point two million, and it hit with the championship game. Cf with the CFP championship. That's just stupid. If you put thirty thousand dollars down on a five leg parlay, i could not believe it. Um, That's really stupid. I mean, you know, don't gamble unless you're not afraid to lose it. But damn, I could not believe the Cajones. Yeah, so I think what we're going to do, we're (laughs) going to have a little bit of fun here picking each game, maybe pick
1: the over-under. We'll see who does better throughout the playoffs. Me and Jason, we're obviously recording a little bit later in the week uh, to try to incorporate at least a little bit of props. We'll talk through the games, what we think is going to happen. If there's a prop bet available uh, that we can recommend based on what we think is going to happen in the game, we'll try to fire it at you. Uh, Otherwise, we're just going to kind of talk through some, some fun little playoff matchups, six games. This weekend, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and one on Monday night. So the first game that we're going to talk about um, is our early Saturday game, which is Bengals minus five and a half points against the Raiders. Uh, the over unders forty
0: nine. Uh, Are you, you the tracking initials-
1: these? Yeah, we're gonna we do
0: this like the old school <laughs> when I used to take you to the woodshed on the yeah, game. That's not gonna happen.
1: Um, so, yeah, do you, do you have any thoughts on what you think is going to end up happening? The Raiders are coming off of a really intense, long game Sunday night against the Chargers. Um, uh, so it's essentially a short week on a late game where they were, were in overtime.
0: Um, so any, any thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, I think that the Raiders are just going to get absolutely blown out of the water. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Why, why do you think that? One, because I don't think that they're necessarily a good team. Okay. First off, Second they did of lose all, to the Bears. <laughs> there's that. Second of all, uh, I don't think that they have nearly the offensive weapons t- necessary to keep up with the Bengals in this game. I think that's
1: fair. I would also say though that the Bengals have a terrible offensive line and the Raiders have a really really good defensive line where Yeah. Max What is it? Max Crosby. Yeah, like they're they're going to be sitting on um on Burrow's head most of the game which, which is really my only concern for the Bengals not covering this something I really do like from a prop perspective is Joe Mixon over 19 and a half carries um, because I think they're going to have to run the ball to keep that defense honest I know that's a lot of carries but, wooft, if, Man. You, but if you look at the amount of games this year that he had over 19 carries it, it would surprise you like they're gonna how many it, games did he play it's uh he played
0: uh 16 games and he had, i will mean, guess he went over 19 he had 20 plus carries in seven of those 16. yeah he uh
1: no that's wrong he only had more than that four games um yeah so i'm gonna hit so that under yeah, I, I, but playoffs, playoffs are different. You got to run the ball. You want to keep control of the ball. So like the first two games of this season, he was over 20. Then he, then he had 18. He had another game of 18. He had a game of 30 against the Raiders in week 11. He carried the ball 30 times against the Raiders he must already have been, this
0: year. Must have just been killing that clock.
1: Yeah, so they've already played each other in week 11. And Mixon had
0: 30 carries. Scored two touchdowns and then he followed that up the next week with 28 carries and they won 32 to 13. So, again, I really and uh, I, yeah, I think that that definitely repeats. And I think that the Bengals, again, just blow him out of the water. Now, Burrow didn't really do much in that game, he had less than 150 yards passing 20 to 29 for 148 and one. So, maybe you don't expect the world. Out of Jamar Chase and T Higgins, but yeah, Joe Mixon, if he's running 30 times buck buck and a quarter. Wow. So,
1: so I, I just, the way that you win in the playoffs is a little bit different than you win in the regular season, which is running the ball, controlling the clock and keeping the other team off the field. And the Bengals can definitely do that with Joe Mixon. And he's proven that he can do it already against the Raiders. So I like the over 19.5 carries. Um, I will also say that I like Hunter Renfro over five and a half catches, which I just think is just criminally too low for Hunter Renfro in this game, who has been quite frankly one of the best uh best wide receivers in the NFL for like the last, I don't know, two months here to end the season. Yeah. Um so Five and a half catches is minus one oh eight um y- yeah, I mean, against uh Cincinnati, the first time they played, he only had four catches for thirty yards um but following that were the weeks that he had eight for one thirty four nine for one oh two and thirteen for one seventeen so like that was the last like rough week that he had, basically the entire year um so th- they're gonna throw to him a lot. Um, And then I I also like T Higgins props to over five and a half catches is plus plus one thirty, So you bet a hundred to win 130 Um, and T Higgins uh, yardage is 68 and a half yards. Um, I I just think they're going to be going to him uh, a considerable amount in this game. So those will be the four prop bets. Um, I think I agree with you and I like the Bengals in this game. Um, only from the sheer standpoint that i think they're going to try to control the ball like they did against them the first game and the raiders are just going to be tired traveling across the country on a short week is a is a tough ask
0: especially after an emotionally draining game that almost ended it really in a tie was. so uh yeah i uh i think that this is definitely a raiders letdown game
1: but man yeah, and, the, and the and the first game is generally like not the best game. <laughs> like that's. It's, it's just generally not not a great game. So I, I would not be surprised to see the Bengals win convincingly in this game. Um, they have more firepower to your point. They have better skill position players. The only thing that concerns me is that defensive line against the Bengals offensive line. It's the only,
0: only concern I have. Um, are you going over under Joe Mixon, uh, 75 and a half rushing yards? I mean, it's probably an over. Um, over is yeah. minus one seventeen.
1: Yeah, it's it's probably over. Um, I I like Mix, and he he did not play last week because of COVID. Um, so, I you have to make the assumption that it didn't impact him. Hopefully, all that much, um, and that he can be you know in there and and turning and burning like he
0: uh, has done most of the year. Yeah. The one last thing I would say about this. Uh, either of these teams before we move on to the next game is uh, the head coach for the Raiders, Rich Bisaccia. I think he's. I don't. I mean, I would be shocked if he keeps his job, but he's gotten a lot of he's, out of boys. I think he kind of. Yeah, he seems decent. Found a way to salvage what I don't know was kind of a dumpster fire for, of a season in a lot of ways. Yeah, the fact that they made the playoffs is is given everything that happened to that team. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Very surprising, right? Yeah. Now, next up, we have Patriots at the Bills Saturday night in what's going to be kind of a chilly Bills game. Uh, I mean, it's going to be right around zero degrees or below with wind. Burr. It's chilly. There must be some Toros in the atmosphere. Um, I said burr. It's cold in here. Yeah. Sorry. Bring it on, baby. <laughs> uh obviously these two teams played each other in the season or twice in the season uh splitting the series Patriots going in and I think what Mac Jones threw three passes and they stole a win in Buffalo when there was all that wind going on and yeah Josh Allen could hardly show the ball but then you know just, just a couple short weeks later Josh Allen and the Bills go into Foxborough and just crap on the Patriots so uh-oh Fun, Big old stinky dump fun rematch for them this weekend um let's see this line is at everywhere i'm seeing is buffalo minus four are you seeing anything different nope and it seems too low right <clears throat> i like, yes i completely it, agree
1: it, it just seems low again we're not professional gamblers please do not take our gambling advice and put a lot of money on it but if you're telling me that it's going to be so they, they played each other twice, the first game was the weird wind game where Mac Jones didn't throw the ball and the Patriots won and Damien Harris pulled his hamstring, he broke off that like 80 yard run in the first quarter. Second game, the Bills were dominating them in Foxborough, they were up like 20, I think in that game. And then all of a sudden, Damien Harris scored three touchdowns and the Bills kind of had to go down the field and score late to, to put it on ice. I really like the Bills in this game. I think they figured out what the Patriots are doing to them. The Patriots offense has looked putrid for a while and they're going to make Mac Jones beat them. And I don't trust Mac Jones to beat the Bills in Buffalo, who is an experienced playoff team. Uh, they won last year against the Colts in Buffalo, and the only way the Patriots win this game is somehow the weather psychs out the Bills and Bill Belichick just pulls a rabbit out of his hat. Uh, I, I like the Bills to win by double digits in this game.
0: Yeah, I do too, and I would I would take uh, Josh Allen over 243 and a half yards passing as well. Yeah, the yeah. he's just gonna do whatever he wants against them because
1: I, I think they're that much better. Um and they've kind of proven that they can't run the ball. I mean singletary in the two games um against New England uh combined for twenty two carries for um seventy five yards, he averaged three point four yards a carry or something like that. So um the way that the Bills win is by throwing and they're going to have Josh Allen throw the ball rather than give it to Singletary. Um, so I, I like Josh Allen props. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him score the rushing touchdown in this game um, just because they get in shotgun and let him run it in. Um, so an any time touchdown for, um, for Josh Allen's plus 160 um, if if you like him running the ball in um, Dawson Knox is also plus two sixty five for a receiving
0: touchdown. Um, he's he's due for one. He is. He had one against them in the last time that they played. Um, also. The Patriots thing is sort of taking away what your traditional number one option is. Now, they weren't very successful in taking away Stefan Diggs in the last game. He put up seven catches, 85 yards in a score. Uh, he did finish behind Isaiah McKenzie in that game, who had 11 catches for a buck and a quarter in a touch. But to that point, I do like the overs on the supporting cast as far as receiving yards go. Cole Beasley's 34 and a half yards. I like that uh Dawson Mm -hmm. Knox 31 and a half yards I like that as well um wish that they were at plus odds but um there you go
1: yeah and they like Josh Allen the first game against New England only had six carries for 39 yards in the second game he had 12 for 64 um he's had over 63 rushing yards each of the last three games uh and for the last five where he had over 100 against Tampa Bay So I. This is just the spot where Josh Allen's going to take over, and um, if they need if they need tough yardage, he's going to be the one to get it. Uh, and I, you can't take away Josh Allen. You just can't. He, he's going to throw on you. He could run on you. Like I, I like the I like the Bills quite a bit in this one.
0: Absolutely, I don't have much to add. Um... I think it's going to be fun to watch, and I hope the Bills absolutely destroy them. Yep. All right. That does it for the Saturday games. Moving on to Sunday. First off, we have the Eagles at the Buccaneers. Um, I think that this game, uh, this game gets a little bit, I mean, I know where the odds are. Um, I mean Tampa is nine point favorites at home. But man, have they had a lot of drama going on in the last couple weeks and they're shorthanded. Is this is this a trap game?
1: Yeah, so I mean I wrote down the lines, I don't know, half an hour ago before we started, and the Bucks were minus eight and a half point favorites, and now it's nine. Um we go back to last year. And it was
2: Tampa Bay against Taylor Heineke and Washington covered the spread in
1: that game. It was similar. It was like a similar nine or 10 point spread. Granted the Bucks were on the road in that game. If I recall correctly, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they played in Washington. Um, the Bucks are at home, and the Bucs are a different team when they're at home, and they steamroll everybody when they're at home. It's just an entirely different team. Do you trust Jalen Hurts to try to... I, the only way the Eagles cover the spread here is is in the back door on, at the end. I don't think that this is an overly close game. You like um, the back door? Uh, not really. Um, so if you are looking to bet this game, and we're not going to only give you favorites. Uh, although maybe, maybe we will. Um, I, um, I, I think the bucks get up. Like it's just a slow, slow crescendo in this game where the bucks will just slowly beat them up and, and wear them out. Tom Brady against the NFC East in, uh, the playoffs has traditionally not been great. Um, but I I like them to win by more than nine. Really? They're, yeah, they're they're gonna get up and they're like four. Well, this is back. the make or break, play, man. Playoff this, play, this play Lenny's back, and I I like them to cover.
0: This is make or break. So you, this is where
2: you're gonna win or I'm gonna win because I I think that Philly covers. Okay. I disagree. I I just don't I
1: don't trust Jalen Hurts in a playoff game the the Eagles have been really great at running the ball uh you know especially the last month uh with with a healthy Miles Sanders um and with Vita Vea and Dominica and Sue up in the middle and Levante David and all the guy. I think he's back um I just don't I don't think that they can run the ball against them. Nobody like very few teams can run the ball against the Buccaneers.
0: I just think I mean, they played once earlier this season. Tampa Bay beat them by six. Um, You know, in that game, Tom Brady threw for almost 300 yards. Antonio Brown had about 100 of them and about a third of Tom's yards and, and AB's B's not on the team anymore. Godwin's out. I mean, you really just got to shut down two people,
2: uh, Mike Evans and Gronk, to uh, to, to beat the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, well,
1: that's way easier said than done. <laughs> they almost lost to the Jets. <laughs> like, they should have lost to the Jets. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Like I, I think they're expecting Levante David, Shaq Baird, and Jason pierre Paul to be back this week. Um, and that's a that's a big help to their defense. And um Tom Brady's not gonna let them lose to the Eagles. So I like lose, I didn't say lose. I just no, think I know, that the Eagles that. cover. I uh, the only way that they cover is if they're down like fifteen and they are trying to drive down the field at the end of the game. That's that's it. It's the only way they cover. But that's how you can cover. Like that's a win's a win. I get it.
0: There you go. Uh, any player props or anything you enjoy? What's the what's Lenny's catch total at? Because I can tell it, you it's, it's gonna be over. It's not listed. Really?
1: Uh, no, yeah. So like that's that's one that I would absolutely love. His receiving yards is 33 and a half, but his catches I would take are not. The over. But his
0: his catches are not listed. I would take the over on anything Lenny Fournette. Like he's gonna be like the second read on, <laughs> like a third of yeah, the yeah or the first yeah right yeah. like anything Fournette uh, yeah I'm smashing over on on catches and yards. Hey, I don't blame you. Anything else appeal to you, Gronk? Anything? Now there's
1: not a whole lot listed for this game yet, unfortunately.
0: Um too far out. I, I will still. say
1: I will say I do like the over forty-five and a half points though. Um Yes. Um like a, a, a fun thing to do is the bet halves, actually. Um, so instead of betting the full time game, you can get a couple bets in with a first half play and a second half play. So like uh, total points in the first half is plus uh, is over twenty three and a half points, right? So that's three touchdowns and a field goal um, at, at plus odds in the first half. Um,
2: so just as as an option, I, I like that at plus odds. Yeah, me too. Um.
0: All right. Well, the night game, Niners at Cowboys. Well, it's not even night game. It's the afternoon game Sunday. Yeah. Um,
2: Dallas is now three and a half point favorites at home. I, I, what do you, how are you reading this game? Well,
1: Dallas plays a lot better at home than they do on the road. And Dak plays better at home. It's not Dallas, it's Dak. That's, that's fair. That, that's fair. Um, The 49ers looked really good in the second half against the Rams on Sunday to get into the
2: playoffs. They were down 17. Came storming back. A healthy Garoppolo when he
1: doesn't turn the ball over hasn't lost this year. 17-3 at half. Thank you. If Garoppolo doesn't turn the ball over, they haven't lost this year. So he
0: threw two picks and they won.
1: Yeah, no, I know. But if he doesn't turn it over, they don't lose.
2: That That's just how it works. Um, right. D- Debo. Mitchell. I've been waiting for the Cowboys to be great all year. And it just hasn't happened. So i I will take... I will take the three and a half points for the 40, 49ers. Wow. wow! I think I think they can run the ball on them successfully, and damn, I, 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 I can see the Cowboys winning by a field goal,
1: but I'll I'll take the half a point win.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, the Niners. I would take them,
2: and they're plus three and a half, and not only that i I would take them money line if If you are listening to this, you should definitely bet on the cowboys
1: <laughs> <laughs> why are we why are we backing up Jimmy Garoppolo? What's wrong with us? I know right? yeah, so the 49ers are plus one forty on the money line. the over under's fifty one um I think that. They will target Diggs on the outside who's given up the most yardage in the NFL this year. Um, they will run their best plays. They will get the ball into their playmakers' hands. I can see a lot of Elijah Mitchell. I can see a lot of Debo Samuel who's going to be fast as hell on that, on that turf in, in Dallas. Ayuk yep. has looked really good. Kittle we haven't even talked about him yet who's been a little quiet the last couple of weeks um, I, I think that the 49ers have a good enough defense and more than enough offense uh, to to hang with the Cowboys in this game and, and pull out a tight one late um, or at least at least it'd be a field goal game either one way or the other so in that situation I'll, I'll take the points
0: 100% yes um... Man, I really thought you were gonna fangirl on your Cowboys. I love the Cowboys, like just from a
1: fantasy perspective, and and they really let me down this year. Um, but uh, yeah, I I just really like the four. The Forty Yards have a good defense. I think it's better than Dallas's, and the
2: Cowboys have just been too up and down and too inconsistent. Fifty one total points. Does that seem high to you? Um, no, it doesn't, because I I think both of these teams can score. Um.
1: It it, it yeah, I mean it's probably a smidge high, but like, it, would it surprise you for a twenty seven
2: twenty four final because that gets you to fifty one? Mate, yeah, it's a decent little line. Um. Hmm. The passing props. I don't know. I don't really have a thought there. Yeah, no, there's nothing that like there's
1: nothing that really jumped out at me from a from a prop standpoint and maybe something will as we get a little bit closer. I tend to like betting on um, receptions instead of yardage just because I think it's a little um, a little easier to to hit over under catches and not necessarily like yardage can be sporadic. Um, so like, g- give me some IU catches if it's available, uh, give me some George Kittle catches. If it's available as over under yardage is 49 and a half I would probably tend to lean over on that. Um, because they were just trying to get him to the playoffs healthy. And now that he's there, I could see him going berserker mode. In
0: games, in the six games where Elijah Mitchell caught a pass. He finished all six games with double-digit receiving yards. The over-under for
2: Elijah Mitchell receiving yards in this game is eight and a half. So if you think Elijah Mitchell is going to catch a ball, anytime he's caught a ball, he's he's finished with more than 10 yards. So maybe
1: just got to have one although i bet the over under on michael carter uh, receiving yards against the bills on sunday and then he didn't have a catch so that's a loss
0: <laughs> loser yeah, yeah everybody go bet the cowboys because we both picked the niners to cover yep. and i even said money line um oh man this is a fun line next up we have sunday the night game Pittsburgh Steelers at Kansas City Chiefs uh Kansas City Chiefs are currently twelve and a half point favorites at home uh money line man those are some odds aren't they uh over under's forty six and I think it's just because they're anticipating the Steelers won't do much against k c yeah,
1: interesting uh, this is another line that's moved in the last half an hour so the chiefs went from minus thirteen to minus twelve and a half. Uh oh, wow. the over-under went from 46.5 down to 46. Um, so apparently the Steelers
0: were getting action at uh, 13 points. I don't um, know why, because the Chiefs beat them by 26 points the day after Christmas. Yeah. I mean, that, I, it's like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they beat them by 26 points. I really like the Chiefs in this position.
1: I've watched enough Ben Roethlisberger this year in enough games where um, they can't... They're not going to be
0: able to move the ball. No, they, I would take don't. Chiefs minus 20 in this. I would still take the Chiefs to cover. Alternate line, uh, if you
1: want it, uh, Chiefs minus 20 is plus
2: 220.
1: Oh, baby. So, what I would do is you could go 20 and a half uh, for an extra, extra point there, so it's plus two thirty, and have them win by three touchdowns. Um,
2: just as a, if you're if you're feeling saucy, um, so yeah, I um, I I think the Chiefs are just going to destroy them. I, I don't
1: I don't think like they're going to be able to run the ball on them with with Darryl Williams if they want. They're going to be able to pass on them if they want. And the Chiefs defense is good, and Ben
0: Roethlisberger is not analysis. Big Ben in this game, in their previous game a couple of weeks ago, 23-35, 160 passing yards, a touchdown and a pick. 160 passing yards. Najee did average almost five yards a carry, but holy shit does this team need a new quarterback. Well, Najee's
1: questionable to play. He's got an elbow injury. Uh, they're waiting to see if he'll practice tomorrow. Um, and if he doesn't play, they, they already didn't really have a chance. But um, yeah, I, I like the I
2: like the Chiefs big in this game. Yeah. I, yeah. Man. Najee doesn't play. I'm hitting every Steelers under.
0: <laughs> Maybe even the points under like you're not going to be able to do a damn thing.
1: Yeah, the over-under for Steelers points is 16 and a half in this game.
2: Oh, they put up 10 in the first one. They're not getting two touchdowns and a field goal. I mean, they could, but I, I would be surprised. I'd be shocked. I think they put up 13. Give them that
0: extra little chip shot field goal. Maybe, maybe there's like a pity Big Ben touchdown to end the game and his career.
1: Yeah, right. Maybe Uh, if you're looking for some other fun lines, um, some like point spread bets. So the Chiefs are plus three ninety to win between uh, by a margin of 13 to 18. They're also plus three ninety to win between seven and twelve. Plus 500 to win between 19 and 24 points and plus 800 between 25 and 30. Um,
2: so if, if that's your thing to try to try to get a little bit more aggressive. Sayonara, Ben. It's been great. How's that? Was that good? Um, it was a good effort.
0: Lastly, we have the Cardinals at the Rams. Rams are four-point favorites at home. Uh, this game could go either way. I'm surprised honestly a little bit that the Rams are four-point favorites. Um, One, because they just lost to the Niners at home. Two, because... They did. LA's not that far from Arizona, and if there's one thing I know about Rams home games, is that they are home games for the opposing team and not the Rams. So I'm almost anticipating like a Cardinals home game here. I will take the Cardinals to cover, and I will take the Cardinals to win. Their money line is plus one seventy, which is uh, per the second smallest plus odds
2: money line of the slate behind the Niners at plus one forty. So, um, does it not worry you that um they lost to the Detroit Lions a couple weeks ago, and Seattle put
1: a beating on them pretty good, and <sighs> They haven't really been good since Hopkins uh, hasn't been around and like the Rams have all these players that are basically primetime players and this is why they came to the Rams. They just beat the, the Cowboys. Is, the
2: downside is that Matt Stafford has never won a playoff game. They just beat the Cowboys.
0: Okay. Yes, I know that they
2: lost to the Seahawks, but they did put up 30. Ah, uh, so I like the over forty nine and a half in this game. Rashad Penny at two hundred rushing yards. Yeah, what a what a baller he was the last month and a half of the season. Um,
1: I I like the Rams here. Um, I I just don't. I I think
2: McVeigh um has enough figured out. Uh, on the, the Cardinals, right? Um, yeah, I. It's a toss up. It it really is, but I, I think I like the Rams to cover at minus four. Um,
1: I wish there was Cooper more. Cup, st- we'll will we'll, his over hundred yardage is like hundred and two yards or something like that. One hundred three and a half. Yeah, and uh, I. The Cardinals defense just isn't good enough.
0: I don't think their offense is good enough either. They had one of the best rushing defenses
2: in the league all season until Rashad Penny lit them up for 200 yards. I like the Rams. I like the over, and I like the Rams. Uh, I don't know if you're talking me out of this. Four points four points four points is nothing I mean it's more than three I mean so you're looking at a pretty good push right it's a
1: touchdown they kick a field goal and then you're tied sort of thing Um, so I I think it's the right line Um, but uh, yeah I'm cool with the Rams. I would rather take the better team. I'll take the better coach. Um I'll take what I I think is just a healthier healthier team with a, a better defense. I I, I think that you you're, you're going to see some stuff between Floyd and Von Miller and Aaron Aaron D uh, up the middle that that they'll be they'll be really good and um kind of like they cuz they just played a couple weeks ago um and the rams beat them in arizona so i i i'm comfortable with this i'm comfortable
2: with this yeah the rams did beat them in arizona 30 to 23 december 13th uh okay fine Fine, Alex, you talked me out of it. I will agree with you and go Rams minus four. Oh, that's too bad. But I think it's really close. I'm going to be pissed if this is the reason that we tie.
1: All right, so we agree on the Bengals minus five and a half. We agree on the Bills minus four. Uh, We disagree. You think the Eagles will cover it plus nine. Uh, We both like the 49ers at plus three and a half. Uh, we're both on the Chiefs big uh, with the minus 12 and a half against the Steelers. And we both like the Rams at minus four against the Cardinals. Um, and uh,
2: it's going to be a, a fun weekend. Looking forward to a lot of football. Jason, how's life? Life's excellent. Always, always excellent. Uh, yeah, uh, works crazy, but
0: it's work. So it's good. So Yeah. How about you? Anything uh, fun, interesting going on in your world?
1: No, not really. I mean, our entire house went went through COVID. I don't know if you guys could tell listening to me last week or two weeks ago, but I wasn't feeling the greatest. Um, Hannah tested positive for COVID on Friday. My wife, um, so she's feeling better than she was a couple days ago. Did you end up Um, testing positive? I never tested positive, no, but um, there was one night where it like hurt to take deep breaths which uh wasn't super awesome uh and made me happy that i had life insurance um i didn't think i was going <sighs> to die but like i was like this isn't how my like this isn't how taking a deep breath is supposed to feel so um definitely feeling way better now than i was 5 days ago than i was a week ago than i was 2 weeks ago so um it sucks, man. I hope people are staying healthy and um, like it, it kind of seems like everybody's just going to kind of get this now and
0: um, it sucks. It sucks that this is the world we're living in, honestly. Yeah, it's a mess for all sports right now. It's just a mess everywhere right now. Yeah, it's not even like a sports thing though because like, like you can
1: get sick and it not be COVID, right? But like everybody went, everybody did like their holiday stuff. Like we were in Florida and then we got on an airplane and then of course we were sick. Like it's not a super surprise where we've been holed up in our houses for basically two years at this point. We haven't really seen a lot of people. And when you mix all those germs together, like your body's like, Whoa, what the hell is this? And then you get sick. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, It's depressing, man. <laughs> it like, like if, and I, and I don't mean to joke about like depression or anything like that, but, you know, being holed up in my house for basically two weeks after I got home and, it, you know, it's like zero degrees outside and you like, you know, you're, I'm sitting in my room, I'm sleeping in a separate room for my wife. Uh, I'm working in the same room I'm sleeping in. And I don't know how people have been doing this for two years. Like I, I the people that have gone exclusively work to home, man, like, good job by you guys i i i need i need that people interaction
0: yeah yeah we have it at work that's my biggest thing right now thank god uh i mean i don't know i had some family get it extended family and immediate family my wife's sister had it recently we couldn't get together for like was it thanksgiving they couldn't come so I mean, that was a while ago now but I don't know, I feel like everybody I know more or less has it right now, except for yeah, us yeah, think, a lot uh, of people
1: are a lot of people are sick a, a lot of people are, so hopefully everyone's feeling better i mean that's that's really the big thing um for me my my daughter just uh once we got home from Florida, she like would not go to sleep the entire time we were in Florida, like she just did not want to go to bed, and so my wife did like all this research and. Like, here's how to sleep train your kid and do all this stuff. And so the first night we were home, we we're like, all right, we're just going to let her scream her brains out in, in her room or whatever. And she cried for like 25 seconds and laid down and went to sleep. And we were like,
2: what the hell?
1: Like, this is bullshit. Like She you missed just, her bed. Yeah. So like the next night, we're like, all right, well, we're just going to let her scream again. And uh, so she's like drinking a bottle. I'm reading the books and I leave the room and. All of a sudden Hannah's like walking out of the room like a minute later and I'm like "What? what's going on? And she's like she just pointed at her crib. She just wanted to go lay down and I was like this is the greatest thing ever. So all of a sudden like my wife has found an extra like 45 minutes to her day uh, because our daughter is finally uh, putting herself to bed essentially which is just
0: Oh my oh. god! It's wonderful. It's Congratulations! Big, that has to be freeing. Yeah, big big release. Well, enjoy your six month uh, respite then until you get yeah, to start right? over. I know. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the reminder. Sure. Um. So
1: yeah, wife uh, is good. Um, like it's kind of kind of nice that fantasy football is over. I, I know we talk about it uh, for uh, a living. <laughs> Not really. Um, I, I know we talk about it a lot. We enjoy fantasy football a, a whole ton, but it's it's nice to take a break for
2: sure. Yes. See.
0: Um, Speaking of that, we will eventually be doing that from the podcast as well as we regroup, recharge and come back. So. We uh, that that I think is in the upcoming future as well.
1: Yeah, we, we did not have that many people shockingly listen to us last week, uh, which probably surprises nobody that's still listening to this. Um, so we're uh, we're excited to watch them play football. Um, and. Uh, you know, follow us on all social media accounts. Uh, we are at the FF Sackos everywhere. Uh, we're on we're on the Kesha. We're on the the Twitter machine. We're on Facebook. Uh, we'll have some uh, have some signups uh next summer for our sack of sheet uh for our rankings that we'll update a couple times every send out we have some some big ideas big plans for next year already we're we're excited to to be drafting and um start talking about all that stuff again where we all start again for 2022
0: yeah i'm really excited to get my own sack of sheet sack of sheet (laughs) thanks guys have a good night Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy
2: Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.